This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belial. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with America. Got your boots? Ready for some whiskey? These boots are made for walking. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. And now, the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belial. Hey everyone, welcome back to another bonus episode from the Boots and Whiskey podcast. As always, I am Jim. Thank you so much for checking in on us today. Today we have the Pretty Wild. This was a cool conversation because we've never had a sister duo like this before. Um, you know, we've had the the duos that are acoustic and very, you know, country and very um, laid back and mellow, but these these young ladies are anything but laid back and they're anything but mellow. This is country music with an ass kicking is really what it is. Um, it's like stadium rock and roll. It's like what the eighties were when it comes to performance with music and artists. It's incredible. Um, the, sh- the shit they do is, is unreal. Uh, they get some great tunes out. Go check them out. Um, you can find them all over the place. They're, they're, they're busy. They're doing the damn thing. It's absolutely awesome to see. It was a lot of fun talking to these young ladies. Um, it was fun. I can't wait to see what they do because there's nothing like the pretty wild out there. Nothing. I, and I'll say that a hundred times over. There is nothing out there like this. And I want you to, I want you to see what they have. And I think it's really cool. I think their story is really cool too. Um, so really, without further ado, I'm going to send it over to the Pretty Wild. Thank you so much for tuning into our special episode. Um, we'd really, really appreciate it. So here, here it is, the ladies at the Pretty Wild. Artist friends, local friends, and everybody looking for a little bit of Nashville here in Central Mass, come check out Off the Rails in Worcester. You can go see their website, offtherailsworcester.com. They have their restaurant menu. They have their venue schedule. Go check them out. Real good friends of ours here at the show. You don't want to miss out on this place. Offtherailsworcester.com. Again, restaurant, a little taste of Nashville, and a great music scene. Come check it out. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, now we can. How's it going? Perfect. Good. How are you? Good. Awesome. Awesome. Well, welcome to the show. Thanks for being on. Yeah, thanks for having us. Sorry, we're uh, a bit technologically uh, not, not as savvy for being millennials. (laughs) <laughs> it's all good I'm not either and you know I'm I it was funny I was just saying to somebody that you know with the, all of the technology we have you know I grew up without it and then you know I've been around with it as it's developed and I still can't figure it out most of the time yeah so but anyway welcome thanks for being on the show um if you don't if you don't know this this show's about you uh, I'm gonna let you tell your story in your own words, there's nothing fancy to go with it. 
Um, you know, it's, there's no boring, well, where are you from? You know, any of that crap, it's all based on the conversation. So I'm going to let you go ahead and tell your story and I'll interject with questions as I have them as the conversation goes. Yeah. That sounds awesome. good. Yeah. So essentially for, for those that might not know, Jill and I are a sister duo and we go by the name the pretty wild and we are originally from Indianapolis, Indiana. And we have grown up our entire lives playing country music, essentially. Yeah. Now, so I, I know a little bit about you guys, but what made you transition from being Jill and Julia to the Pretty Wild now at this point? Um, okay, so a little backstory on that. It's kind of fun. Um, we were working with, we started writing with the band Perry, and one of the things that was on the um you know to do is when we started working with them they're like how attached are you guys to your name jill and julia and we're like well we didn't really you know like that was just the names we were born with a band name and um so kimberly was kind of pivotal it took us a minute but like she's like we eventually came up with a list of names and um the pretty wild ended up kind of sticking out and there was something we all liked and yeah, we kind of just re- went with it from there. Yeah, well, that's that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, it was awesome. So, <laughs> how did, how and when did you link up with the band Perry? Was that during their country music phase, or as they have gone into the industrial rock thing? No. <laughs> that's a good question. So it was it was actually we we grew up um, listening to a lot of their music, and you know we've always loved country music. Um, and so our manager, actually, he had uh, worked with them previously when he was working with Republic Records and they were on uh, Big Machine. And so essentially we had some kind of mutual connections and then we got introduced in 2020 or around that time frame and just kind of vibe together yeah. and realized that we had some cool things we could create together and write. And yeah, yeah. that's that's great. And, you know, they're really not a bad I guess they're not a bad connection to have, right? Yeah, I mean, we love them. Honestly. Yeah, they're they're, they're great. Awesome. They're great musicians and, and very smart people, and we just um, respect their opinions. Yeah, and think that they're amazing. Yeah, but they're they're very cool instrumental kind of um, you know step along the way to be able to work with a lot of these individuals. Now we live in Nashville. Um, back when we were linking up with them, it was more on the West Coast, a little bit out here in Tennessee. But um, there's just so many different people you come into you know, into, into their paths with. And it's, it's really funny to see how many talented individuals are all in country music in general and how, you know, it's, it's nice to be able to connect with people. in different levels. Yeah. Now what made you, so, you know, based on that, you decide mm-hmm. to go to the West coast first before going to Nashville. So that was actually kind of on accident. So originally we were from Indiana and we ended up losing our mom to cancer. That was very, quickly and it was very it was very sudden um line that she had and that was around 2010 um that that happened and so we kind of used her passing as a way to to use it as a catalyst for i guess pursuing music full time and just uh, almost like a yolo moment for lack of a better term and (laughs) we decided that you know we're just gonna make the most of what we could and we decided that las vegas would be a, a good step in that direction it was entertainment capital of the world still is and, you know, we just decided, let's, let's go for it. Let's go have fun in a, a big town. And we started gigging out there and playing over 50 Las Vegas venues. And eventually we got picked up by William Morris, who started routing us up and down the West Coast. 
um, opening for a bunch of different acts. And some of them are rock bands, some are alternative, some are country. And so that's kind of how we cut our teeth is really just like playing live a ton. And that's how we got out of the West Coast and stayed there for so long. Wow. That's that's great. That's So what made you decide Vegas over, you know, L.A. or somewhere else? <laughs> well, we ended up doing stints in L.A. too in San Diego. But Vegas for us, we had an aunt that was actually living out there at the time. And she was um, working for the military and she went back to Japan and she was like, you can stay in my, my house and just, you know, pay utilities and whatnot and, and just live there and, you know, take care of the place. And so we're like, cool, free place we're we're in. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Now, how long were you in Vegas doing the thing before, you know, you, you started going up and down the West coast? Um, you know, it, that was, I, I want to say like, four year four or five years um we had a time where we lived there and then we were lived in LA for a minute in San Diego and then moved back to Vegas so collectively you know we were just always I mean it's funny like we're just like old school about it but like we literally were always playing live like we weren't really doing the whole social media thing and of course now obviously we are um which is great but that was kind of like our whole yeah, our teeth in that way, paying but, our dues. But I would say that like, we actually had to play a lot of like venues on the outskirts of town. Literally, like you know, we play biker bars in the middle of the desert and stuff um, before we were even able to touch the strip. Uh, and I remember back in the day, I had this like different duo partner, and he was like, "You're gonna have to play like those biker bars for like three years before you can even consider booking like five miles off the strip." And then lo and behold, that was not it was not the case. But um, yeah, we just, we just quickly made a name for ourselves by really just outworking the competition and just playing every single night of the week that we could um, and doing multiple shows a night and, and just really getting out in front of as many people as possible. And the nice thing about Vegas is that it's the tourists come to you. So, you know, it was almost like touring in a way, like in and of itself. You know? Residency before it was a thing. Yeah, <laughs> like a right. yeah no, absolutely. You're absolutely right because Vegas is one of those towns where, you know, very, very few people can actually say they're from Vegas, mm-hmm. you know, and everybody's an, everybody's an important, everybody's coming in and out so frequently that, yeah, every night is almost like a new audience. Yeah, 100%. Now, did that make the transition to go to Nashville that much easier having that kind, you know, because Nashville, you know, some could argue is the same kind of kind of thing. So we started kind of dabbling. Yeah, I mean, you, you definitely could argue that too. I would say like Vegas is more large scale than Nashville was at least sure. at, at that point in time for us or how, you know, growth wise of the city. Cause now Nashville's crazy different than it was like five years ago even. But um, yeah, I, don't, I mean, I would say that we started getting kind of tugged in both directions because after William Moore started booking us, they wanted to meet us. We came out here and we started just songwriting while we were in Nashville a bit too. And just really getting into that facet of music while for such a long time it was just, shows 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 and that's how we were meeting our fans and uh, yeah i mean it, it was definitely an interesting ride for sure yeah. now now nashville's home full-time for us yeah now did you say you were doing all of that with very limited social media presence yeah almost like next to none i would we, say honestly we it's funny because we're one of the only artists that i know honestly in this day and age that got signed without really doing the social media thing mm-hmm. um just based off music alone yeah uh, which is kind of crazy but now we're kind of it's fun because we get to go on this new journey of like okay well let's figure out what do we what do we represent ourselves as online because i think the challenge in this day and age is um 
you know, different artists don't fit all the formats. Some artists are doing live. Some of them just don't translate online in front of a camera. Some don't make great videos. And so it's kind of figuring out, well, what, what works for us and, and why, you know, and it's cool. We're starting to catch our stride with that a lot on TikTok. Actually, we have a new TikTok account, but it's growing rapidly and it's cool to see because people are engaging with our stuff and they get to talk to us on these lives and it's really fun and, um, something you guys should check out and pop. It's cool to kind of get to see like, how do we put this show that's, you know, we're very much have a lot of novelty in our shows. Like we're doing backflips and shit on, you know, off stuff and, um, playing a bunch, bunch of instruments. But how do you show that online in a small TikTok clip, you know? So we've kind of gotten an opportunity where we get to to perform live on, on lives and it's been going really great for us we're just getting a lot of attention off of it and people finally get it on there so it's cool mm-hmm. yeah and i think that's how you we we stumbled across each other is through tiktok because either oh, yeah. either yeah either i requested you as a friend or vice versa and it just like the conversation just so quickly you know came to be it was it was actually really cool yeah. yeah, see, like, it, you just never know. <laughs> TikTok's a great right. tool. It is, and it's a huge rabbit hole to just melt down into. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you you look at the clock, and it's, you know, 9 o'clock at night, and then you look at it again, and it's 3 in the morning, and it's it's like, what the <laughs> hell happened? It sucks you in. Right. It does. It really does. So was that a hard transition for you, going from – virtually no media presence to now having you know realistically treat social media almost like a full-time job in and of itself um totally not gonna lie um because there it's a different skill set you know yeah and it's, it's something that when you put your energy on making sure your live show is a certain way and you you're great live then it, it's it's hard to like totally flip flip the gears and like really get into okay well how do we do that online you know what I mean yeah like I'm really grateful that recently we just have started to gain momentum and figure out what works for us and it's awesome to see the fans that we've started to connect with on there and I think it's really going to be interesting to watch in the next few months yeah especially because it's so different like you know going through a screen and trying like we're we're like very much we call ourselves like energy vampires where we feed off of like <laughs> the electricity and the enthusiasm of a crowd so it's like it's it's an it's a completely different thing behind the screen you know oh yeah now do you have do you have or have you seen one of these platforms that is um more helpful for you guys as a unit than you know another as other platform definitely tiktok which is so funny because it's our the newest for us, and yeah. I feel like we started the account not even that long ago, like a month or two ago, like realistically. And it's just great because it actually gives you an opportunity to be pushed in front of new people and see, and it gives you a chance to see if people are actually receptive to you or not. And that's why, you know, it's it's more fair in that way. You know, like if you're not a big fish, like if big fish is our uh, favorite on Instagram, I say, you know, because it will. Yeah. Push- the algorithm but tiktok is more fair with giving everybody a, a shot and i think that's what we are and people see talent that's new and a new product that has something to offer and it's just working so nicely and everyone's so supportive on there it's it's awesome yeah that's great 
you know, I've, I've noticed in the last couple of weeks with, you know, with Facebook changing some of their stuff, you know, we, we've had a huge Instagram presence that has worked wonders, but now it seems lately that Facebook for us, you know, us, just us personally has, you know, been the go-to spot more than anything else, which has been really, really strange because it wasn't that way for a very long time. Yeah. And then, Facebook Contender, they, they find a way. <laughs> they switch yeah. up their Especially for like ticketing for, for shows, I think that like each platform has such a unique kind of person coming to it for a certain reason. Um, and that's every single platform can be very, very useful and be your friend. It's just on what stage you're at and that phase yeah. of like history at the time. Yeah, I'll, yeah I, I keep saying I need to get into TikTok for what it's for what it's really usable for. And I just I just don't have the creative sense to put videos together and something that somebody would want to watch <laughs> right well it's what's funny is like um a lot of the biggest tiktokers like it takes them hours to do a video that you think would have just like been so casually filmed but like that's the biggest like secret about tiktok it's like the videos that look casual actually take forever right yeah yeah absolutely absolutely so now with what you're doing and the momentum you're, you're gaining, you know, we have, you know, Xanax and Champagne out. What is mm-hmm. musically, what's, what's next for you guys? Yeah, so we're, we're building up to an EP release, which we're hoping is going to be slated for like the top of next year. But, um, you know, fingers crossed, we're able to kind of slip out one more single before the end of the year. Um, and so that's kind of like the, the time frame we're working with. We just shot a music video for it. Uh, earlier this week so it's just waiting to see all those pieces come together and seeing if the timing's right and if we can uh make that happen which we desperately want to so fingers crossed awesome awesome now is there is there tour plans coming for either the end of the year or next year for sure for sure top of next year um for the remainder of this year we're just kind of doing shows here and there they're they're a bit more sporadic less like tour routed um yeah we're going off to play a, a festival called Elevation this weekend um, over in Beaver Creek, Colorado. So we're excited to get up to some high altitudes and play some cool music out and, uh, and with some cool people there. Also, don't forget our friends over at hogwashandrhinestones.com. Our good friend Ray is the owner over there. She makes incredible clothing that you've seen all over the place from Nashville to Boston to everywhere in between. Some really big names have worn her stuff. That's hogwash, the letter N, rhinestones.com. Check them out. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you. You won't be disappointed. Check them out. Hogwashandrhinestones.com. Yeah. Now, now your description online calls you y'all alternative. <laughs> are y'all ter- is it y'all alternative or is it y'all alternative it's y'all alternative is that, okay. that's at least what we say we we like to think of ourselves as kind of this blending of sound from everything we've grown up listening to to you know what we listen to as teenagers to now and it's it's kind of this just compilation of all these different influences from southern rock to classic rock to country to like old school country blues you know it's it's definitely like a uh, it, it's a blending and, and it's something that i feel like there's a huge hole in the market for it's a completely oh, open yeah. and we're excited to kind of bring back some fiery fast-paced music that i feel like is you know much overdue for 
Yeah, absolutely. Now, do you have a do you have a full band, or are they all hired guns for when <laughs> we have what's available? You know, we have our. Um, they're not really hired guns. You know, we have like our band that we've been working with. Um, yeah, for quite some time, but um, our band leader, like he's been with us, is partly our producer too. So it's awesome because we've had a a long time dynamic with him and it's just going to be great, especially when we get to play some more of these electric shows and Mm -hmm. really show off kind of what we do best, you know? Yeah. But we, we pretty much change up our setup. So sometimes it's just us as a duo. Sometimes it's a trio. Sometimes we can go up to like six piece electric band. Pretty much depends on what the headliner wants or what the show calls for. Like for this weekend, we're doing a a acoustic trio, which is going to be cool because it's very much a laid back kind of a uh, festival. Yeah. Now do you have, Oh yeah, well of course. We're I mean we're little fireballs, so we like we like high energy. We love electric guitars. We like plugging in anything we can to make it loud and rocking, and anything we can kind of put on a really super electrifying high energy show. Um, but those, you know, they're not as frequent, um, right? Especially at this stage. Uh, but we're excited to to get to dabble back into them. Yeah. Now, are there places you haven't been to yet that you're that you're chomping at the bit to get to, or are you kind of? You That's know? a good question. We're just honestly, we're chomping at the bit to just get out there and travel, get more music out there, and you know, if it were up to us, we'd be putting out a new song every couple weeks. But um, <laughs> you know, and getting the tour. I know we'd want to be in every every. We'd want to be in all the venues every single night of the week. We definitely right. move fast and outwork when it comes to shows like we'll do two a day at least you know what I mean? like we can we can crank that so it's definitely something that we can't wait to do and are really excited going heading into the future for yeah yeah well that's that's great you know it's, it's good to have you know a desire to get out there because you know there's a lot of acts that are just like oh well i'm i'm cool with just being right here for now and see where it goes but oh you know the the fact that you guys want to actually get out there is awesome. I think that's kind of what defines the pretty wild. Like if you're like, you ask us a question, what you, like we know the answer and come hell or high water, we're going to get there, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a great attitude to have. And you know, that's the only way you're going to be successful, you know, because everybody's going to tell you no, you know, or at some point right. somebody's going to tell you no. And if you hear no so many times and you don't keep going, you're never going to do anything. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's, yeah. You have to be stronger. That than, perseverance for sure. You can't be. I always say you can't be the boat that's uh, thrown by the waves. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. You have to. You have to understand that everyone's going to have an opinion, and people are going to tell you stuff's not possible. But that's just because they haven't done it yet. So whatever. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. No. So, how is the sister dynamic between you two? Like, how you know? Do you want to kill each other at certain points and? <laughs> Yeah, I have yeah. no I have no siblings, so I can only imagine what a sibling, you know, business partnership could be like. You know, we have like the the cheesiest like I would say, you know, we have the cheesiest answer to this is that we we work together, we always get along and sometimes we'll have creative differences, but that's pretty much the extent of it. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, I don't we don't really fight and you know, and we work together and live together. So you know, that's, I mean, that alone is already yeah. impressive, but we wouldn't do it if, uh, <laughs> if it weren't a realistic thing. Damn. That, that, you know, for, for the people that I know that are siblings, you know, that, that's, that's just going to be a testament to your relationship because yeah, 
I know a lot of people that have siblings that are like, if I lived or worked with my sibling, I would kill them every day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have good synergy. I think it, it, we've been doing it for so long together that we kind of don't know any other way than, you know, right. just being each other's best friends and coworkers and cheerleaders and and um, you know, it takes it takes two to make this work. And I, we we joke around about this all the time. I do not know how people are solo artists because it seems like the like strangest thing. So like, yeah, I can't even imagine. Oh, we we just you know we laugh at the things we go through because they're so ridiculous. You have somebody to share with instead of just you know being like, well, that was a terrible meeting or that was a killer song we wrote. Like it's it's you know the high highs and you know it's it's a ride for sure. The low lows. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sure that I'm sure that makes it easier too, going through mm-hmm. and all that together. Yeah. Now do you have do you have music other than this EP that's gonna be coming out? Is there more music out there that's ready to go that will come out later than that, or is everything that you have going into this EP? Oh, we have so much music. We're writing so many times a week. We're sitting on this, like, we're almost like a dragon sitting on this, like, treasure pile of <laughs> songs. Like, we write music constantly, and, and we're constantly recording and cutting demos and, and mastering tracks, and it's just kind of, um, you know, up to up to other people as to when we get to drop them. So, you know, we're, we're excited just to kind of keep the, the hype building and, and just to keep writing, and then the best song wins and gets to come out, and, and that's what we're you know, just always shooting towards, but we're always like, we probably have literally an entire pile of an egg, a whole nest egg. (laughs) Yeah. That's great. That's always good to have, you know, that to fall back on. Yeah, absolutely. Now, is there talk after the EP comes out to do another EP, more singles? What, what is your musical journey? What do you hope for it to be rather than what, you know, know. it's hard because if it were up to us, we'd be like, just hit him with another EP and album. We'd probably be pushing out so much music, people couldn't even listen to it fast enough. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. honestly, that's not in our control at this point in time. So we're kind of, you know, it, it. there's a lot of factors that, that uh, dictate what happens after that phase, after the mm-hmm. EP comes out. So we'll see. Yeah, there's a lot of moving parts to it, but I mean... Um, you know, hopefully we get a full album soon next year too. So we're ho- we're hoping to kind of do the EP first. That way we can start uh, touring like ASAP, and then yeah, hopefully a full album maybe around summertime. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, has it been a complete whirlwind from going from independent artist to having an actual label behind you? Yeah, I, I definitely. I mean, for so long. Um, you know, we were just like the sole kind of life force behind it. So it's so great to be able to have a, a team of people and to have a company like Sony, you know, endorse you essentially. Um, but I would say like the, the workload's gotten heavier since since then. And it's it's constantly an uphill battle. And it's just trying to make the best music as possible, be the best artist you can be, get out there and meet all these new faces and, and kind of dive in head first. But it's, I would say it's like, probably like having four full-time jobs whereas whereas as an independent you have about like three full-time jobs right right yeah. right now do you miss that independent avenue now have you know i mean obviously you're gonna probably tell me no but you know like yeah i mean there's definitely pros and cons to to everything you know i think when you're with a major label you have the, you know there's processes things go through and there's you know cycles to it and there's um, different kinds of like hoops to jump through more opinions to factor in yeah, so. yeah. and it's, it's a lot more money riding on it you know they're investing a lot of money in, into it 
So it's it's just I'd say you know more hands in the pot and like Jill said more opinions, but it's you know um, it's still it's still a great spot and we're very grateful and we're very excited to have been able to even cross this like threshold in our career and we're excited for even more to come. Yeah, yeah, and you know that's that's great. You know it's great to see you know a talent like you guys have get recognized by somebody like Sony and you know take take you under their wing and and just help you flourish. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's I mean it's it's really it's nice to be able to have that kind of um, you know, backing. Yeah, absolutely. Now, what do you what do you hope other than, you know, the things we've talked about? Are there other things on the horizon in the in the you know, in the list of things to do that, you know, maybe you wouldn't, you know, normal not normal people, but listening to this may not necessarily think of when it comes to the music world in your careers i mean there's so there's so many things i guess it depends on how involved an artist wants to be too because there's a lot of people that um you know they don't see longevity or expansion i think in the way that jill and i kind of meticulously think those things out and you know we're, we're constantly trying to figure out what the, you know, how, how can you evolve your meet and greet to be revolutionary and different and fun and exciting from something a fan's never seen before? How can you make your live show better? I think, especially country music, a lot of people have kind of slipped into just like, um, yeah, there's a term that everybody uses in Nashville and it's escaping me right now, but it's something to do with like, you know, like they uh, stare at their boots and just kind of look down. And, and I think like a lot of the performance aspects have gotten a bit, um, bland for lack of a better term and it's just I think trying to always raise the bar and and just trying to be you know even even better than you were the day before and so whether that's your presentation your writing your performance your you know your social media yeah it's all of that it's just putting yourself outside that comfort zone to keep growing yeah you know I love that you said that because you know we saw we saw a good you know 20 or 30 shows this summer you know doing reviews and whatnot and I won't call them out because I think I called them out <laughs> enough in a, in a review I did, but, um, Oh, screw it. I saw Chris Young at the beginning of the summer <laughs> Yeah, and I absolutely love Chris Young and his music, but mm-hmm. it was the most boring stage show and presence for his name and his caliber that I've yeah. ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. You know, and I've never, I've never seen him play live, but I, there's, there's a lot of people where I think just, and I mean, there's something to be said for, you know, sometimes it's letting the song speak or, you know, maybe the performance calls for a certain, right, sure. you know, delivery. But I, I think that we miss the artistry that was around in the 90s. And, and even even 10 years ago, I feel like it was much more energetic. And now it's kind of like everything's kind of like sad girl country. Or, or yeah. Sad. Like, John are very exciting and like energetic people. So for us, we're like, ah, like, you know, what, what can we do? Like, you know, what are we allowed to hang on or flip off of at a show? Um, so I, I would say, <laughs> right. you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, it, you're yes. absolutely right. Because, and and I say it all the time. Whenever we're not allowed to hang on or flip off of, we'll find a way to flip yeah, off. Yeah, we'll probably still do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, I mean, um, you got to, you got to. Yeah. You know, because without that, you're right. The sh- you know, this music can be fantastic right but people are spending money and going to these shows to be entertained right. you know if they want to just hear the song they'll throw on spotify right exactly. yeah and exactly. i i think like that's what we're excited to really bring to the industry and kind of rejuvenate that and hey maybe ah. maybe we'll pave the way sorry that's our, we have two that, little tiny dogs that are very loud 
Um, they're hanging out with us too on the on the podcast but i love it but yeah i mean we're excited to bring that back good good yeah it's it's great to see that you know and i think there's more of a uh, a push for that you know in the industry right now for artists to bring back an actual show rather than you know just going out there and playing their 90 minutes and calling it a day Right. right, right, exactly. Let's, it's, you know, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be, I mean, it is a job, but it shouldn't come off to people like it's a job. But, you know, the, the, the reason why we're, we're musicians is because we love this. And I think that should be conveyed in every performance. Otherwise, you shouldn't take the show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, even from like a small club show to a, you know, an amphitheater to a, to a stadium, you know, you can, you can put on a performance regardless of the size of the room. Right, exactly. So... You know, we have, you guys are so, you know, you guys are so fresh in this and I'm so excited to see how you guys, you know, grow and, and really, I think you really have what it takes to kick ass. I really do. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. You know, Xanax and Champagne, you know, I, I had to, I'm not gonna lie to you. I listened to it three or four times before I decided how much I really liked it, if that makes sense. Like the first time I heard it, I was like, this is a great tune. And then I'm like, all right, let's hear it a few more times. And it really is. It's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you know, we just want to say something different, do something different, like push some boundaries. And I mean, it's it's representative of us in real life. And I think, you know, <laughs> either people are going to resonate with it or they're not going to get that we're not going to walk the the line of playing it safe. And right. that's fine. That's, you know. There's other artists for that, but right because you know, and it's really. I think you're right. I think it will transcend. I think it transcends and will transcend to more people because it's real. You know, mm-hmm. you're not going to tell me in the stresses of everyday life. There's people out there that you know wouldn't pop as Annie and you know throw back. You know that's right. that's a very real thing. Hey everyone, don't forget to check out our friends over at theafterglowboutique.com. That's theafterglowboutique.com. Or if you're local, they have a great shop at 43 Main Street in Blackstone, Massachusetts. All Boots and Whiskey podcast listeners get 20% off at checkout with the promo code BOOTS. That's B-O-O-T-S at checkout for 20% off at theafterglowboutique.com. Check them out. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you. Exactly. And I think there's, I think there's this odd fear right now going on in um, country music, especially, but of like, afraid to be real and because it's censored and I'm like, well, life, life isn't censored, you know, like nothing people go through is truly censored. There's no one here to make it easy for you or anybody. So I think not honoring that would be a disservice to what people actually experience and feel. Yeah. Yeah, I agree 100%. You know, there's so many taboo subjects right now for one reason or another that, yeah. you know, we all, we all go through. And it's, you know, those are the songs that you want to hear is like, it's like, oh, you know, oh, Jill, you know, and they're up there and they're singing about something that I also go through on a day-to-day basis. Exactly. And I think that you're going to see a lot more of those kinds of songs coming from us and we're excited. We try to find a way to poke at humanity's wounds in a cheekful cheek cheeky playful kind of way um but something that still validates how people feel and and what they experience right that's great i think that's that's huge you know there's there's not enough of that there's there's not enough 
<laughs> um, so do you get pushback though on that from like the label and, and stuff where it's like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna write real songs? I mean, we definitely get you know some kind of pushback when it comes to a radio is not gonna be your best friend, you know. But we knew that going into it, and that's fine. But um, there's like yeah, and there's certain kinds of songs where if you turn it in. You know, they don't even have to tell you, be like, hey, this is more of a, a DSP, which is a digital streaming platform, kind of a song. Because, you know, radio obviously has regulations and things you can and can't, you know, say. So, but right. yeah, you know, that's the beauty of the internet, though. Like, <laughs> you don't have yeah. to be jumping through. Not every song has to be released to radio. You know, it, it can go to these other platforms, which is really cool about doing music in this day and age. Right. I mean, look at somebody like Trey Lewis. Like, none of is safe for radio and he's you know he's he's killing it yeah right. exactly so yeah i mean i th- i think you're absolutely right i think if you just put you know put who you are into your song mm-hmm. they're gonna be successful 100 percent. most definitely yeah. yes um now i know you guys are busy and i appreciate your time so much like so so much i can't even tell you um but I, I gotta. I know I told you I had no questions, and I and I really didn't. But we do have a segment at the end of our conversations where we talk about boots and we talk about whiskey. And yeah. um, I want to know what your favorites are on <laughs> both sides of those, uh, the, both sides of that coin. Yeah. Okay. So I. So I guess we'll start. You know, uh, alphabetically, boot wise. So we. <laughs> you know, we like to wear like a bit of a higher heel. So this this might be an answer that might be controversial but we like um like freebird i don't know if you guys know what those are but they're they're like these kind of modernized like sexier heel boot hybrid things i don't know they're just fun and kind of like more western and we like that that nice. might be for boots might not be like lucasi or anything but i mean yeah. i mean yeah i also like <laughs> i know this isn't really in the box but like doc martens are my kind of boot too yeah um yeah and Freebirds, of course. And we share, like, the same, like-ish shoe size, so we pretty much get, like, double the shoe wardrobe. But And then for whiskey, I would say I I like Bullet. Bullet's my favorite kind of go-to on the rocks. Or Bullet! Just chilled. But we also like Fireball, too. Even Fireball, Fireball is a whiskey. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> really, not really, but, you know. Oh, I love it. Oh, Fireball's my favorite drink. Is it? I would say yeah. Bullet Bourbon is probably our go-to, and then Fireball is a gift for, like... I like tequila, but I, I think I like Fireball. If we're wiling out. Because you know why? Fireball, you don't need a chaser. Because <laughs> you That's know true. why? <laughs> it's cinnamon, it's spicy, it's us, you know. Right, right. Oh, and, and I the... Screwball, too, if you've had the peanut butter one. So, you know, it's funny. I have a bottle of Screwball at home, and mm-hmm. I haven't opened it because mm-hmm. I'm not sure how I feel about the peanut butter side of it. You have to try it. Have, you need to have a glass tonight for us and just... You just try it. Now, do you now do I do you do screwball on the rocks or do you do it straight? Like, you know, normally we just you know chill it in a shaker and then just shoot it. But you could, I mean, you could sip on it. It's not it's not that outlandish to say you could do that. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, because I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I'm I like peanut butter, but I don't mm-hmm. like peanut butter enough that if it's too over peanut butter, I'm gonna be like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, no, no it's subtle. It's subtle, okay. But yeah, you have to follow right. back and let us know what you think about it. Yeah, I definitely will. Absolutely, a hundred percent. Say before we before we jump off, and I let you go. I let you, I allow you to go on your day. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I love the image you you two have. You have that badass <laughs> shit from nobody you know, <laughs> female perspective that this genre and this industry does not, in my opinion, mm-hmm. um, have enough at, of. Have enough of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. you know, you're welcome. You know, like, like the female artists in country music that I, I hate to say used to be badasses, you know, have also have kind of like pulled it back. And it's like, come on. Like, yeah, I think there's a dial down for sure. Um, I think, you know, it has to be authentic to you. And I think that's why we can kind of radiate that. And who knows, maybe they were just kind of like edgy. Maybe they're feeling edgy for the summer and then they kind of fell out of it. But, you know, right. I, we're yeah. excited to bring that kind of fieriness back. I think that's the thing. It has to be authentic. And I think sometimes the only way for that to happen is going through life experiences that challenge yeah. you and totally. push you to find that in yourself. And I think you know, as hard as we've had it, you know, with our journey, I think that's where that's kind of reflecting coming out. So we're super excited to bring that to the industry and hopefully people like it. <laughs> you know, I, I think they will. I think they will because there's, I think there is a innate desire for, for that sort of thing, you know, on, on, on all facets of this industry because it's just something that is needed and something that we haven't seen, you know, really in a long time. Yeah. And I thank you. Yeah, I think um, it's funny because I think hopefully people, you know, really start to pick up on that and are able with their new music coming out. I think that we filmed a music video the other day and it definitely I mean, it's it's boundary pushing for sure. Um, But it's definitely leaning into that a lot more than even Xanax did. So good, you know, because like and like I said, you know, there's just so much that you guys could do and accomplish. And I think you're going to, and I think you're going to be very successful at it. Thank you. Thank you're you. Welcome. So it means a lot. It's honestly, yeah. you know how it is. It's, it's tough, but if it wasn't tough, it wouldn't be fun or worth right. it. Right. Right. And you know, it, it, I talk to a lot of female artists and they all say the same thing. And I, I can't stand how, how much, you know, females in country right now are not being pushed when they should be. And I think, you know, more artists like you and styles like yours, you know, mm-hmm. need to be out there to push that envelope and say, listen, we're not taking your shit anymore. And right. I, I love, I love it. Right. No, exactly. It's, <laughs> it's spicy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, if, if I have to hear one more pop country song, I might, I might choke myself with a spoon because you know, you know what's so funny is like for the longest time we were always um kind of like put back in our place where they're like no you're trying to be too like there's too much rock to your country there's too much like grit to it and we're like so for like years that was always kind of the issue with when we were coming back and forth to Nashville is that it couldn't make peace with what we were you know and I think it's funny because the timing now has just set the stage perfectly for I think what we are naturally to come shine through and hopefully, you know, really yeah. the mass. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I say it all the time. If, if somebody like Brantley Gilbert has, you know, radio play on country music, there's no reason why a female version of that can't be there. And you guys are the female uh, version of that. Yes. Thank you. Hell yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's, you know, that's really, I you know I will fight this female battle as much <laughs> as I can 
you know, and this is the hill I will die on if I have to, but. I mean, I think it will be, you know, I just can't wait for the day. Hopefully, well, no, I can't wait for the day when we're at the CMAs and we're back flipping off shit and we're singing stuff and we're playing guitar, we're playing the drums and all the instruments. And I think that's when, you know, people will understand just how hard it is to be a female and how much more you have to put into things to get that shot. You know, I think that will say that will say it all, hopefully. Yeah. And, you know, we're in the we're in the 10 year swing. So hopefully, hopefully that, uh, you know, your style jumps into this swing and really takes every, everybody by surprise and by storm. Yes. Yes. For sure. I'm excited. Well. Of course, we can't forget our friends at the Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company out of Canada. That's drsupplyco.com. They have great stuff. All of the hats I pretty much wear, all the camo hats you see me wear either on TikTok or in pictures or whatnot, all come from the Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company. A big thank you to those guys out there. drsupplyco.com. Check them out. Canadian company. Great stuff. Check them out. Well, there you have it. Our conversation with the pretty wild these ladies are great aren't they they really have a tenacity to them that you know they know that what they're doing is different and it's unique um and i love that they are working their asses off to get to where they want to be i think it's very admirable of them to you know know what this industry and this genre is you know quote unquote typically about and really kicking down the doors and going, you know what? Fuck it. We don't care. We're going to do what we want and just be awesome. And they are. They're absolutely incredible. So, ladies, thank you so much for being on the show today. Um, and everybody else listening, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, it's been a pleasure talking with them and everybody else this year. So I'm glad some of these epi- these episodes are getting out to the world. It's, it means the world to me. So, really, that's it. Um Thank you again. Go check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, um, you know, the whole nine yards, leave reviews, comment, all that stuff. Follow us along. We greatly appreciate it. we got some big things coming in 2023. Um, starting in January, we are going to do feel-good stories every week, um, try to kick off 2023 in a positive note. Um, I think it's always good to start the year off on the right foot. So until then, guys, until next time, until our next episode, Thank you so much for tuning in. Keep the boots on the ground and the whiskey in the glass. Cheers.